0: At this time, let us have our lighting of candles. singing the first hymn come thou fount of many blessings number two For the charge, there's a PPR meeting at 6 this Tuesday the 3rd at Dunlow. Uh Looking a little further, November 5th, combined worship service at Dunlow at 10 a.m., followed by church conferences. Sunday the 19th of November is the Forest Hills Ministerium Thanksgiving service at Dunlow at 3 p.m. And we will begin passing the green buckets around, again, that we used to pass around for youth ministries, um, however... So every third Sunday, we'll be passing the three Bucket and it's going to go mm. towards uh, heating oil um, and heating cost for the three buildings. There's a sign-up sheet on the back table if you would like to make and/or assemble cookie trays in <coughs> December for Christmas, and there's a fundraiser on October 15th at the Windsor Rec Park uh, for the orphanage in Honduras to be cornhole. Mm. Uh, or food you can sample and also if you're interested in that let me know and I can get you some more information on that is there any are there any other infor- announcements
1: um, the nomination committee <clears throat> is asking that you volunteer for a committee so we don't have to hound you to sign up for one so that's the paper that um, was passed on today. and then Sydney is being asked to make cookies for the uh, church conference so if you can volunteer to set up something uh, to help out said
2: about 50 people or about. Fifteen people? Fifteen Yes.
0: If there are no other announcements...
2: Those reports that you were talking about that have been passed out to people last week are due by next Sunday, October the 8th. Give them to Linda.
0: Let us stand if you are able and join in the affirmation of faith, a responsive reading. Psalm 3 in the Pew Bibles, Old Testament, pages 463 and 464. <clears throat> Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me?
2: Many are saying, God will not deliver me. But
0: you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high.
2: I call out to the Lord, and he answers me. His holy mountain.
0: I lie down and sleep, I wake again because the Lord sustains me.
2: I will not fear though tens of thousands assail me on every side.
0: Arise, Lord, deliver me, my God, strike all my enemies on the jaw, break the teeth of the wicked.
2: From the Lord comes deliverance, may your
0: blessing be on your people. Please be seated. <laughs>
2: to receiving Holy Communion, asking for your forgiveness for our wayward ways. Help us in showing good judgment and deciding to follow our sinful ways or your righteous way. The choice is simple, but hard to make. It is hard for us to overcome our sinful natures. Give us the strength to obey your direction in our lives. Give us the courage to move forward in our growth of spiritual understanding. We offer our thanks to you for the abundance of blessings that you have showered us with. This meal we are about to receive, let it provide the nourishment we need for our continual spiritual walk with you, O Lord. We thank you for the gift of your Son, our Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit your guidance provides us with our direction that we are like to follow we gather this morning in your presence to raise our voices to you to bring to your attention what's on our souls hearts and minds we offer prayers for the safety and well-being of our youth and we ask that we continue to encourage them on their walk of life, walk of faith we pray for those people who are considered unsaved unbelievers those who have lost their way we pray that they are able, they, they come awake and see the light on their wayward ways so they can be saved before it's too late. There does come a time when it's, it's too late. We hope that they see it before that time comes. We ask for forgiveness for our going astray and for choosing our way over your way. We pray for the good health and well-being of members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the members of law enforcement, military, special, especially First Lieutenant Carl Smith. We pray for firefighters, first responders, EMTs, doctors, veterinarians, bus drivers. We pray for the well-being and safety for our leaders of our country, our community, and our church. And we offer prayers today for the, for the two men who are going to the park streets to try to to remove Phil from where he is stuck after his uh, surgery uh, yesterday. He's stuck behind the two oil tanks in the basement. We pray for their, their uh, success in their uh, endeavor this morning. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that came to the uh, people, to their hearts, to their spirit while we were praying, let them say those names out loud, followed by a few moments of silent prayer.
0: Joe? Sean? Yeah, Come
1: on. Ruth? LJ? <coughs> Harry?
2: Dear Lord, let us bring our prayer time to a close by praying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, the art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I remember what it was. Now, the Bible study that's, that's going to be held on uh, Thursdays is starting with the Psalms, Psalm number 1. And then we'll go to Psalm number 2. They set the tone for the rest of the 148 Psalms, so we'll, we'll be starting with Psalm 1 and uh, Psalm 2. Not in the same day. It'll be Psalm 1 will take most, most of the day, if not the, the entire day. Uh, uh, that's all.
0: Someone have a favorite hymn they would like to uh, sing this morning. All right, how about we go with 473. 472, three. 473. Ah, good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Please stand if you are able. <clears throat>
2: God, we come before you this morning, the first Sunday of October, known as World Communion Sunday. We thank you for this opportunity to come to have fellowship with the people in, in this community and to uh, see how everybody has grown, especially these two young boys who are presenting the tithes, gifts, and offerings to you this morning. We hope that you use them to help with the running of the church here in Sydney and with spreading your word throughout the area. And we pray all of us in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend, and us through said Amen. Very good, boys. Thank you. Please be seated. Our reading today, a lectionary reading, is from Matthew 21. Verses 28 through 32. It's called the parable of the two sons. These are, Most of the words are of Jesus, most of them, the vast majority. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir, but he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. The words of God for the people of God. The words of God for the people of God. That's better. We shouldn't have to say that over the internet. So I call this true to your word. True to your word. And this has to do very good sermon for today because this is we were in our last week of finding people to be leaders in the church. How many have said they would do something and then didn't? Then this sermon is meant for you. How many have agreed to serve on a church committee but not show up for meetings? Let me read part of the vow you all answered yes to when you became a member. As members of this congregation, you will faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, and your service. Then this sermon is meant for you. Who is the child that follows the will of the Father? The one who said he wouldn't, but didn't? The one who said he would, but didn't? Or the one who said he wouldn't, but did? Your challenge is partly this to make sure that you are responding to Jesus, allowing him to confront you at any point where you have said yes to God, while in fact going off in the other direction. I can tell you that God knows your true intentions, making it dangerous to pretend to obey God when our heart is far from him. Your actions must match your words. In other words, be true to your word. The parable clearly emphasizes the importance of doing over mere speech. The fruit of the actions speak louder than than, and exposes the emptiness of words. This parable teaches us that promises can never take the place of performance and fine words. Are never a substitute for fine deeds the Jewish leaders are the people who said they would obey God and then they did not the tax collectors and prostitutes are those who said that they would go their own way and then they took God's way true righteousness is found in action not in the spoken word the first son who rudely tells his father he doesn't feel like working today, but then does after all, stand for the tax collectors and the prostitutes. The second son, who politely tells his father he will indeed go to work, but then doesn't, stand for the chief priests and elders. The person who says, Lord, I will follow you, but is the person who is intensely ready to go but never does this person has reservations about going reservations divert us from god's will once the call of god comes to you start going and never stop to put it simply be true to your word I can remember, I don't, all I remember, it was the Thursday after Father's Day in 2005. Uh, the, the young boy, he was a senior in high school who I had taught had knee cancer, and he passed away from it. And the mother called me and wanted me to go and play his favorite hymn, Ave Maria. And while I was, st- and this was on a Thursday, she called on Sunday, Father's Day, uh, 2005 and on thursday i played and while i'm standing up there it's just the organist and me all of a sudden i hear these words that like somebody was standing right next to me come back two weeks later i came back and i've never stopped since then i've gone just like they say once the call of god comes to you start going and never stop i kept going and i haven't stopped uh, yet uh, I, I hope when I do stop, it'll be well, something will happen to me while I'm preaching to you. Right? Oh, 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 oh in the end of it. That's my wish that, that I, I go in the, uh, uh, in, in the pulpit. <starts> Let's point out a truth about Christian service that for some reason goes unnoticed. God is as concerned about humans, the servants, as he is the service. Am I permitted to say yuns anymore? I know you can't say you. Now I can say yuns, because I don't care what you say, I'm going to keep saying yuns, even though it might not be politically uh, uh, correct. He not only wants to do something through us, he also wants to do something in us. Here you learn that the Christian way is in performance and not promise and that the mark of a Christian is obedience, given graciously and politely. How easily church work turns into a little more than simply maintaining the building with no excitement concerning what God's act of grace is doing and no enthusiasm for evangelism and renewal. We must be true to your word. You must be true to your word. This parable shares with you a few common classes of people in the world. First, there are the people whose words are much better than their practice. They will promise anything. We know a group of people who fall under that category. Unfortunately, we elect them every, every two years or every four years and send them to Washington and then they go against what we what they said they were going to do but their practice lags far behind as christians we can't be like either of the two sons our yes must mean yes and our no must mean no as followers of jesus christ just like King. You need to be true to your word. Each and every one of us, even when we're talking to strangers, we don't know anything about that stranger. That stranger could have been a pastor, could be a very religious, religious person. There was a lady yesterday in the veterinarian uh, office. I, the way she talked and everything, it's like uh, she's not a believer. But I look. On the, one of the pockets on the side of her purse, and there was a little little pamphlet that said, "In Jesus we," and then I couldn't read the second the second line. And it's like, oh, well, maybe okay. Uh, by then they were done with Phil, and it was time for me to uh, uh, to uh, to check out. They kept calling Phil's name, and I didn't respond. Saying, Phil, Phil, and go, oh oh oh, you oh you mean me? Oh, is he paying for it? Because you call him. Okay, that's all right. He had a uh, abscess on his tail. He was bitten by something. Oh, nice long, deep thing! Ooh, whop, whop, whop. So they shaved off most of his tail—the part that goes to his tail end. They shaved all that off, and uh, they had to sedate him, and uh, they had to put a collar around him so he wouldn't lick the, the wound. And then they told me you have to keep the collar on for 10 to 14 days and you have to keep him inside for 14 days. I said, you expect me to keep an indoor, an outdoor cat indoors for that amount of time? With that collar on? Yes. Well, I brought him home last night. And uh, he didn't come up, he stayed in the basement. And this morning at 25, I hear, meow! And it's like, uh-oh, what's this about? So I get out and I go down to the basement to try to find him, I can't find him anywhere. And then I hear another meow he's stuck behind the two oil tanks in the basement. And there's no way I can get to him. Not even with a broom. I can move him but the leg of the tank blocks his rear end from coming out. And I can't push him that way because I'd have to get behind him and maybe hurt his tail and push him, push him that way. But he's got that mask on. I think that mask is coming off the moment our uh, escape team gets there and uh, gets gets him out. Uh, I, 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 I'll be praying for you at Beaverdale and at uh, Dunlow when the fire whistles go off. <laughs> I, I, I know where they're uh, where they're where they they're headed, but it's a uh, uh, he got all his shots because he's not he's an outdoor cat. I don't know, don't, that's the second time he's been to a vet in six or seven years, so they had to give him all his shots because they didn't have any paperwork on him or on me. We went to the, his advertisement form. Uh, I, I called four places. The first three in our area, did you get that up the uh, internet? In our area are not receiving new patients. So I finally some, I said to somebody, I said, what are we supposed to do with our animals? She said, "What?" I recommend that you call, I suggest that you call the Pitt, Pittsburgh Veterinarians Associates. So I said, okay. So I called them on Wednesday, they put me in on Saturday. So I show up with Phil, and there's a, a dog waiting room, and, and a cat waiting room, and a, a, a human restroom. Uh, and it was a, quite, quite an experience. He was quite the, good the whole, the whole time, the whole time there. I was just afraid I wasn't going to be able to find the place. But, but it was off Bedford Avenue. I know Bedford Avenue because that's where I went for nine months for Hebrew class, the Oakland Church. That's their name now, the Oakland Church. No Methodist in it, just the Oakland Church is on Bedford Avenue. And Messenger Street is just off of, uh, of Bedford Avenue. So Phil, has had, he, was, he was sedated, uh, and uh, he was out for the entire trip, uh, trip home. Uh, he was good, he was very good, until he, for some reason he went behind the tanks. I don't know why he's never done that before. But our, our rescue team will, uh, will, will call the TV channel and have them come in and uh, videotape the thing and uh, have a theme song that goes along with it and put it in the newspapers. That the uh, Phil, don't say he's a catcher, says, Phil has been re- re- returned from the torture of being trapped behind two oil tanks. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard. To keep your focus on what you have to do today, when this is taking place at the, at home, and I was i couldn't get him. I couldn't get to him. Couldn't get to him. Couldn't talk him out. He couldn't. He was stuck by that collar. So okay. So let us pray, dear Lord. Let us not be offended by the way you want us to live our lives. We should not live life the way we choose to do so but live life the way you have always intended us to live. By doing this, we will become blessed, live in a more righteous life, and become more like Jesus. In your Son's most holy name, amen. Now the words for the communion service are on the, on the screen. We'll proceed to, uh, uh, to that. Okay, we're all there. The Lord be with you. And also
1: with you. Lift up
2: your hearts. We lift
1: up the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right to our
2: and it is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, God Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord. he gave himself up for us. He took the bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant pour it out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving, as a holy and living sacrifice, in union with Christ's offering for us, as we proclaim the mystery of faith, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. Would Matt help me with the passing out of the elements? That's why I'm standing here. Jesus said, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Take the bread and eat, knowing that you will live forever. In order for there to be life in you, you must drink the juice, which is symbolic of Jesus' blood. Take the juice and drink, putting life within you. You have come to the Lord's table. May you leave feeling, feeling, nourished for the continuation of your spiritual journey. Go in peace. In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us now stand as we recite the Apostles' Creed. Let us begin. I believe in God the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the holy spirit born of the virgin mary suffered under pontius pilate was crucified dead and buried he descended into hades the third day he rose again from the dead he ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of god almighty from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead i believe in the holy spirit the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us now remain standing as we sing our final hymn, Trust and Obey, number 349, in the hymnal or the words are on the screen. may you try to be the best of your ability to be true to your word may you you make your words be true and have them speak just as loudly as your action in the name of God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit go and earn your day let's sing the fourth verse and then we're done the fourth verse